welcome to episode 3 of the Menstrual Cyclic Nature podcast. My name is Nadia Tobias and I'm going to be your host. We're going to keep on exploring the amazing world of menstrual knowledge. In our last episode, I was introducing you to cycle synchronization, what is infradian rhythm and how it coexists with circadian rhythm, and how knowing where you are in a cycle can help in optimizing your performances. I was sharing with you my views on how we can re- redefine productivity and through supporting the four phases of the cycle, have a different approach to our everyday life, especially when it comes to the working environment. In this episode, I'm going to talk about how to better relate to menstrual cyclic nature, how to build up a trusting and compassionate relationship with yourself, which is synchronized with the forces of nature that are present every month in the lives of people who menstruate and everybody else who surrounds them. But before I dive deeper into the topic, I wanted to share with you one of my experiences, something that I've noticed while recording the first two episodes, and I'm curious if you're gonna notice the same. So, after I recorded the first episode and listened to it, I sounded very playful to myself. The level of energy that I could hear in my voice was very high. I, I felt almost as if I'm singing through the podcast. Then, when I recorded the second episode, my tone was more tranquil, calmer and quieter. The rhythm was slower and energy level was, in comparison to the first episode, definitely lower. I thought a little about it and sent it to my friends to see if they experienced a huge difference. And then I started to explain them how when I was recording a first episode, I was in a follicular phase, leading towards the ovulation, and was joking how you can even hear my estrogen peaking and giving me that feeling I can do everything and whatever I do, it's going to be amazing. In the second episode, I was already in the luteal or post-ovulatory or premenstrual phase, where I was starting to be more reflective, pulling back and being slower in doing things. And while listening to that episode, I thought how this time you can really hear the difference in my voice, tone and the rhythm in comparison to the first episode. Also, I thought that from the perspective of a person being in a premenstrual phase, how the high energy and playfulness of the first episode could irritate me and everybody else who is in that part of the cycle. So you can already notice I was overanalyzing everything and looking at it with a big magnifier. My friends told me if I wouldn't point that out and tell it to them, they wouldn't notice a big difference. But now, when I've mentioned it, they understand what I'm talking about. But they've also said that they don't mind that there is a difference in energy level, tone and rhythm between the first and second episodes, how not everything needs to be explained and described in a playful and light way, how some topics need a different approach and sometimes it's good to be calmer and serious. And they have encouraged me to share this example in my next podcast, because it gives such a great example of how relating to your own cycle and how other people who surround you relate to it works. So 
I'm doing it. It also made me think. Look at me. I'm organizing workshops, recording podcasts, talking about how we can redefine productivity and have a huge benefit while being aligned with our cycle. And then again, I still have questions and I'm insecure when it comes to my own experience and work. I'm having expectations of how things should sound or look like, having doubts that something is going to be irritating or annoying. But I think that's all good. We've all been going through something similar. And we moved on. And everything worked out just fine. So, I listened to friendly advice and gave myself a break and moved on. Now I would like to share with you my story that when it comes to relating with your own or other people's cycle, this is an ongoing journey. So there is no magic pill that you take once and then everything is solved. On the way, you start to collect various tools that help you stay mindful, being able to understand and not allowing the inner critic to block you from making great things. So you start to educate yourself, to be informed and have knowledge that is practical for you and can help you in everyday life. And of course, being open, sharing your vulnerability and asking for opinions and feedback from trusted and caring people that surround you can always help you move forward from a stuck point of view. Also, on this journey, you start to reveal the patterns that are repeating and are convincing you that it's all about you doing something wrong, when actually, in reality, there is a bigger picture that should have been seen and a wider perspective that gives us a better overview. Now, how to get that overview? How to relate to menstrual cyclic nature in a way that is helpful and broadens your horizons. First, I would like to point out that the tools and tips can differ between people that are menstruating, those who experience a menstrual cycle in one part of their life, and those who never menstruate, but are surrounded with people who do. In this episode, I'll mostly keep my focus on people who have a menstrual cycle, and I'll also give some tips and tools for those who don't. For those who experience a menstrual cycle, the whole thing is not just a cognitive activity, which is sometimes hard to grasp for people who never in their life experience the same thing. So we can feel it in our body, we can experience it in our mood and stream of thoughts, we encounter ourselves in everyday life with how society approaches this topic. And regarding to that, we have our own ways how we relate to it. It's important to repeat to yourself over and over again that how you feel about your period is influenced by past experience of menstruation. It's also influenced by cultural and religious context, by experience of your first period or so-called menarch, it's influenced by families' attitudes towards menstruation over generations. It's influenced by other people's reactions towards your period. And also, it's influenced by feeling you have about your body, gender, sexuality, 
health and reproduction. So, a lot of things to take in account and be aware of. And now, before even starting with tips around tracking your period and cycle syncing, I would invite you to reflect on a few questions. How were you introduced to the menstrual cycle? What was your experience when you got your first period? Did you know what was happening? What was the reaction of your family? How was it explained to you? Was it explained to you? How did you feel after you got your first period? Did you share it with your friends? If yes, how did they react? Was there a different experience between talking about it with people of different gender? You can also write down some of the answers that come to you and then come back to them. Once you dive into your memory and find the answers to the questions I've just asked, take your time, sit down with what you found and just observe it in a non-judgmental way. And I would now ask you a few more questions. How did the way you were introduced or not introduced to menstrual cycle and your first period experience influenced the way you relate to or don't relate to menstrual cycle to your present time? Was the basic knowledge of the menstrual cycle explained in a clear way? Did you get any practical tips that you could use in your everyday life? So, these are some basic questions that it's good to ask yourself to get an overview of circumstances that surrounded you while entering the world of menstrual cyclic nature, to see if you had all the information that were needed so you can fully understand what is happening, were you surrounded with supportive and knowledgeable adults that could provide you what you needed, and did you feel free to openly talk about this topic? Once you find the answer to these questions, you'll have a better picture of what the roots of your relationship with your menstrual cycle look like. And the most important, whatever you find or discover while answering those questions, keep in mind there is no wrong or right answer. What happened and how it happened to you is your own unique experience. We all have different stories to tell. Maybe you'll find something that will hurt you. Maybe you'll find something that you're proud of and happy about. Maybe you'll realize something that will make you angry. Many different things can float to the surface and all of them are equally deserving of your attention and full compassion. Now, once we know how everything began and have all of the knowledge and experiences that we gathered from the beginning till now, another thing that can be very useful is to track your period. Why? Because it helps you to understand why you are experiencing what you are experiencing at the moment, how to relate to it and what actions to take or not to take. Some people don't have a need to track their cycle because they know it already by heart or so they think. 
but I'm pretty sure they've done hell of a lot of tracking before this came to that point. But in my own experience, no matter how good you are in tracking your menstrual cycle, so to say, in your head, having a tracking habit that is visible, that you can maintain and easily implement, will give you a massive rewards very quickly. And there are different ways to do that. And it's best that you find the way that is easiest and most sustainable for you. For example, you can use a tracking app, but the one that doesn't sell your data, because many do, do the research and choose the app that doesn't sell the data to pharmaceutical companies. Tracking apps are handy and user-friendly. Maybe they don't go deeper into the topic, but at least they give you a clear overview. You can also make your own menstrual cycle calendar or search for examples and ideas of other people. You can use simple paper and pen and write down each day, for example, one word that describes how you feel. You can use a notebook, you can keep notes on your phone, create a spreadsheet or use the printouts. So whatever methods you choose that works for you and to which you can commit and stick with, it's the best method. I personally use uh, a tracking app, plus I have a menstrual chart printed out that I got from one of the workshops I've attended. And now this um, chart is hanging in my kitchen where everybody in my household can see where I am in my cycle. In my workshops, I share those materials so people can use it if they decide to for the same type of tracking. Now, maybe you're asking yourself, why is it important to do cycle tracking and what are we actually tracking? It's important because it brings up awareness that helps us go through all the things that life throws at us and that are not always in synchronization with the phases of the menstrual cycle we're in. It's important because it helps you to improve your ability to read your body. You track the physical side, for example, bloating, headaches, cervical fluid, cravings, appetite. It's also good for your mental health because you're tracking how you're feeling emotionally. Once you start tracking your cycle, you start to notice if you feel anxious, irritable, or depressed in certain points of your cycle, or you feel like that all the time, or if the feeling intensifies during the premenstrual phase. With tracking, you can also identify your needs, for example, for sleep, cleaning whole apartment, intimacy and sex, hot bath, company, quietness. In the last episode, I've introduced you to four phases of the menstrual cycle. So it was menstruation or bleeding as a first phase, then the time between the menstruation and ovulation, or so-called preovulatory phase as a second phase, ovulation as a third phase, and time after the ovulation or premenstrual time as a fourth phase. And I told that we can easily compare these four phases with four seasons of the year, winter, spring, summer, and autumn. So while you're tracking your menstrual cycle, you start to notice what are the powers and dangers of each season, 
where you feel more at home, in which season you feel more at home, how you are handling transitions from one season to another, and how your experiences of seasons are changing through your life. Cycle tracking helps you develop healthy boundaries. It helps you to take confident actions that are based on self-respect. And in general, it gives you the opportunity to have a more intimate relationship with yourself. Deeper and more refined, you get to know your cycle. The actions you take in your life are more aligned with your nature and when they are put in question by the people who don't menstruate, you have a knowledge and experience to share so they could understand it better. Saying this, we come to the point, how the hell to explain all this to the people who never had and will never have the same experience as we who menstruate? Well, that's for sure a challenging part. But before you start preaching about the menstrual cycle to your partners, colleagues, fathers, grandparents, uncles and brothers, it's important to set your own boundaries regarding this topic and take care of yourself before you find yourself all drained out and having no energy for your own precious projects and interests while you are trying to explain all the thing to them. Also, think about it. People should be interested in that topic since the whole damn thing made it possible for them to exist in this world in the first place. So those of you who show interest and would like to know more about it, ask questions and listen. Please think twice before you jump to conclusions which are not based on your direct experience. You can show interest in taking part in tracking the cycle of your sister, partner, mother, friend, or anyone else who you feel comfortable with. Reflect. Reflect asking yourself how you were introduced to this topic. How much do you know about it? Do you find it a taboo? Are you comfortable to talk about it? Is everything clear to you? Or would you like to learn more? Since you're not going through the same experiences every month and it's maybe sometimes hard to understand when and how things are happening, then write yourself down and have a simple reminder somewhere easy to spot that keeps your knowledge about the menstrual cycle alive and present in everyday life. I'm, for example, using a simple reminder of what each season brings and what are my experiences and needs during each season, which is hanging near to my menstrual chart in the kitchen again, where everyone can see where I am in my cycle. This way, the knowledge about the seasons and menstrual cycle becomes more present. And of course, it's always good to ask questions, talk about it in an open and curious way. There are so many interesting things we can share with each other and discover together, when it comes to the topic of menstrual cycle knowledge and awareness. A new study commissioned by an international women's healthcare brand revealed a shocking gap in men's knowledge of the menstrual cycle. The survey highlighted the continued need to be done to educate the masses about menstruation. 
education leads to emancipation and opens a possibility for safe space where questions can be raised and obstacles overcome. If you want to experience more and learn how to apply all this in day-to-day life, if you want to try out practical tips and work in a group dynamic with people who share the same curiosity, stay tuned with Snetwork for when we will offer new training sessions on this topic. Once I've uh, read something uh, that stayed with me and I would like to share it with you and it goes something like, tell me and I forget, teach me and I remember, involve me and I learn. That being said, I'm more than happy to continue exploring together the amazing world of menstrual cycle nature and involve you in discovering new solutions and ideas that will widen our horizons and give us all new perspectives. Looking forward to diving deeper into the topic and learning useful tools for everyday life. Stay tuned!